Preface of St. Bonaventure's Life of Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. St. Bonaventure's Life of Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, by St. Bonaventure. Translated from the original Latin. St. Bonaventure's Preface Among the many encomiums and praises bestowed on the Holy Virgin, St. Cecily, it is recorded of her that she kept the gospel of Christ continually enshrined in her breast, the meaning of which seems to be that she selected such passages from our Lord's life and actions contained in that divine volume as tended most to raise her devotion and inflame her love on these she meditated day and night and such was the fervour of her heart and the ardour of her affections that she did not content herself with a single perusal but was accustomed to read the most striking parts many times over and carefully deposit them in the sanctuary of her heart the like practice i recommend to you as i look upon it to be the most material branch of spiritual study and even the most beneficial of all devout exercises, and that which is most capable of leading you to the summit of Christian perfection. For surely the holy life of Christ, not merely free from the minutest blemish, but even divinely perfect, must be the best and only sure fountain whence we can hope to draw the perfect knowledge necessary to arm our breast against the flattering yet fleeting vanities of the world to render us steady amidst tribulations and adversities and finally to preserve us from vice and facilitate the possession of every virtue frequent and habitual meditations on that divine subject being the readiest means to introduce the soul as it were into such a kind of familiarity confidence and love of him as will insensibly create in it a contempt and distaste of everything else and will effectually instruct it both in what to do and what to avoid doing and first that the contemplation of christ's blessed life strengthens the heart against the transient pleasures and deceitful vanities of the world sufficiently appears in the life of the sacred virgin saint cecily already mentioned whose capacious heart was so filled with the divine sentiments gathered thence that it had no space left for the entrance of vain affections even amidst the allurements of magnificence the dissipations of music and other sensual pleasures profusely combining to render the solemnity of her nuptials the more inviting to the sense her heart unaffected by them and as it were insensible of all these flattering appearances remained immovably fixed on god to whom she often recurred in these words quote, o lord render my body and heart pure and undefiled that i be not confounded End quote. secondly that it renders us steady amidst tribulations and adversities saint bernard thus argues quote, whence received the martyrs their unshaken resolutions amidst the anxiety of their torments but from the sacred wounds of jesus in which their hearts and affections were wholly centred 
whilst they beheld and felt their bodies torn and severed on the rack their minds remained still cheerful and triumphant and where can we then suppose the soul of each glorious sufferer to have been but in the wounds of christ ready to open for its reception had it been lodged in its own bosom attentive to what happened within its lacerated frame it had been too sensible of the torturing instrument to remain proof against the excruciating torments inflicted its pains had been an overmatch for its patience it must have sunk under the pressing weight and denied god from the same divine source not only martyrs but even confessors virgins and all who lead a virtuous life have derived their patience amidst tribulations and the various trials and infirmities incident to a mortal state as may be instanced in the glorious saint francis and saint clare who under the severe pressure of afflictions penury and infirmities were not only patient but joyful the same may be daily remarked in all devout persons this is entirely owing to their pious meditations on the life of christ which as it were carry their souls out of their bodies to transplant them in christ thirdly that it is a powerful check to vice and greatly disposes us to the possession of virtues is evident from this that the perfection of virtues is only to be found in the blessed life of jesus christ where else shall we find such moving examples such sublime doctrines of heroic poverty extraordinary humility profound wisdom fervent prayers obedience meekness patience and other virtues as in this most holy life wherefore saint bernard says quote, that he labors in vain in the pursuit of virtue who hopes to find it anywhere but in the lord of virtues whose doctrine is the school of prudence whose mercy is the work of justice whose life is the model of temperance and whose death is the pledge of fortitude whoever therefore follows this divine pattern can neither be deceived himself nor deceive others for the soul by frequent reflection on his virtues is both animated and instructed in the imitation and pursuit of them and at length becomes so habituated to virtue that the bare light of it is sufficient to direct her judgment in discerning truth from falsehood this is so true that many very illiterate persons have become by the same means profoundly versed in the most sublime mysteries of god by what other means than that of a familiar and mental conversation with his divine lord could saint francis of assisium attain to such an eminent state of perfection so deep a knowledge of the holy scriptures and that discernment with which he discovered the frauds of his spiritual enemies and baffled the power of vice hence it was that he grew so passionately affected with the life of christ as to render his own life almost a picture of it he copied to the utmost of his power the practice of every virtue and christ at length crowning his affections with the accomplishment of his wishes he became totally transformed into his saviour and received the impression of his sacred wounds on his person to such an eminent state is the soul led 
by meditating on the life of its saviour and yet this is but as it were the foundation on which the soul rises to more sublime degrees of contemplation for the unction therein to be found purifies by degrees and elevates the soul instructs it and renders it full of all divine knowledge but this tends not immediately to our present purpose now i propose to introduce you gentle reader to the meditations on the blessed life of our saviour though i could wish you a more learned and able guide being myself very unequal to so great a task however as i conceive it to be more for your advantage that i rather say something than remain silent on so useful a subject i shall endeavour to make the best use of my slender ability by discoursing in a familiar though plain and unpolished style that you may the more easily comprehend the matter here treated and study rather to improve your mind and heart than flatter your ears it is not elegance of speech but the study of the life of jesus that you are here to give attention to for as saint hiram says quote, plain language reaches the heart while florid speeches stop at the ears which they flatter end quote. still i am in hopes that the mediocrity of my capacity will the better be adapted to the sincerity of your good intention but i hope still more that if you are but diligent in the exercise of this devout study that the lord whose life is here treated of will become your master and instructor you are not however to imagine that we can either meditate on or recollect every circumstance relating to our blessed saviour nevertheless to make the more devout impression upon your mind i shall relate those things in the same manner as if they really had happened which either have in fact or may reasonably be believed to have happened according to such devout imaginations as a pious mind is capable of forming for it is even in the study of holy scriptures allowable to meditate expound and understand differently as we conceive most expedient in this however all due regard must be paid to the truth of the facts of his life to his justice and divine doctrine and nothing be inconsistent with faith and good works whatever therefore i shall here lay down as acted or said by christ jesus which cannot be proved by scripture to be so done or said you are to take in no other sense than as the effect of a devout meditation that is in other words take it as if i said meditate or consider that christ might have said or done so if therefore you are desirous of reaping fruit from this work you must earnestly endeavour by a serious attention to be present to everything that is here written of our lord jesus christ and that with the same fervour and devotion as if you both heard and saw them laying aside for the time all other engagements and affairs in short beloved reader i beseech you to accept in good part the pains i have here taken for the honour and praise of our lord jesus and for your spiritual profit as well as my own and endeavour with all the alacrity devotion and diligence you are master of to put it in practice end of saint bonaventure's preface